The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. This is Carolyn Weston with Blind Spot, program produced and presented by the Southland Branch of the Association of Blind Citizens and sponsored by the Southland Branch of Blind Citizens. Well, you're currently listening to Southland Radio Station, which is 96.4 on your radio dial, or you might be listening to us via the internet. No matter how you're listening to us, I hope you will enjoy your pro- this program today. And don't forget that um, Peter Miller is on on a Tuesday afternoon with folks at home. So if you like the old style songs, just listen to Peter in the afternoon and he'll play those old favourites for you. Now today I have a special guest and that's Judy Small, who I met way back at Homai College in the 1960s when we were both at school there. And Judy is currently the Board of Directors Chair. Hi, Judy. Hi, Karen. So would you like to tell us all about, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I was born and lived in Mangareewa near the Homai College School. And um, as an adult, I lived in Hamilton most of my life, except for 13 years when I went to Wellington and worked in the Office for Disability Issues as a policy analyst. Mm. I graduated at Waikato University with a Master's in Sociology and now I've got three adult children and four grandchildren in my care. For the last seven years I've been a director on the Royal New Zealand Foundation of the Blind Board and this current year I have been the chair of the board. Yeah. Before that, I was deputy chair of the board. And I believe, Karen, and you're retiring from the board. This That's year, correct. And you've been on the board for 12 years. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been on the board for nine years. I started in 2000 and, um, 2012. And it's oh, 2000. Yeah. But, however, in the 1990s, I was on the... Royal New Zealand Foundation for the Blind Board of Trustees for six years. So if I counted them both together, I'd be there, all told, for 15 years. Pretty good effort. Yeah, yeah. That is rather. So um, I think probably Geraldine Glanville probably surpasses me by a few years. So we're talking about changes on the board. Currently, um, Board of Directors are having a an election and there's three seats vacant uh, will be and we're going to replace three people or not replace them because maybe two will come back we don't know 13 people are standing for three seats so it's a bit like the Invercargill City Council elections you have loads and loads of people standing but of course not everyone's going to get in um, there's quite a number of eh? do you want just me to quickly describe the election Yes, so... We've got... Yeah, please. We've got 
Okay, we've got 13 people standing. Um, the voting papers went out uh, late last week, early last week, to governing members of the um, Blind Low Vision New Zealand. So, just in case anyone's confused, um, the Royal New Zealand Foundation of the Blind is the official name and our charity's name, but we trade as Blind Low Vision New Zealand. And that's what people know it is. Of the people who receive services from the Blind Division New Zealand. Yeah. So the election, um, the governing members of the organisation can vote. Um, parents who are governing members of Blind and Low Vision and Deaf Blind Children can also have a vote. Um, we don't have an associate membership that we used to have anymore. It's just um, three directors each year yeah. are replaced on the board. So this year... Um, Carolyn's term finishes and the term of Robert Greenberg and Ron Scott also um, finished now but Robert and Ron are both standing in the current election and so they they could vote back if they poll in the first three candidates. That's right. So we'll definitely have one new person on board if not three um, this election but the announcement of the results is made at the annual general meeting, which is on the 13th of November. Yep. And it was going to be held in Carolina, but due to COVID and the level three restrictions in Auckland, we've decided to have it on Zoom. Yes. And also, Judy, what date um, do the voting finish on? Do you remember? Oh, now, yes, the 5th of November right. is when voting closes. So the suggestion is that people who are voting by Braille or putting their votes in the mail mm. um, post, they need to probably get them posted by the end of next week just to be sure that yes. they get to Auckland in time. Yeah. Um, everybody else who's voting online or by TIFFs or telephone dictation service, they need to get their voting done by 4 o'clock on the 5th of November. Yeah, so I think that actually if you live in the bottom half of the South Island and you had to post your vote away... I would actually get it away by Tuesday next week, which is yep, the day that fine. we yep. that's the day that um, this is broadcast over the air for the first time, which is the twenty sixth of um, October. I would get that away then because it takes quite a long time from mail to get from this end of the country to up to Auckland. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So if you live in say Wellington or Hamilton and that, you're probably okay to send it on Friday week, but certainly not not if you're living down this end. I think you'd be might be a bit too late and be disappointed your vote wouldn't get counted. We don't want that. No. And no. um we got one person in Southland standing and that's Hannah Pascoe. And I know there's a, a guy in um Wellington standing, Richard, but I, I um, can't remember everyone oh, that's standing. Hey? Eh? Um, yeah, that's better. You went really quiet. So um, there's Doug Team, who's also standing, who's from the bottom end of the South Oh, Island, yes, he's from Dunedin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, from Dunedin. Um, and there's a, um, a lady from Christchurch standing. And I won't oh. mention all their names in case I forget someone. No, I, I'm, I'm going to forget them. One or two candidates, there's at least two candidates from Wellington. Um, Ron's standing from Tauranga. Yeah. Um, so it's quite a good spread it is. around the country. It is a good spread. 
Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, what's been happening over the time that, well, we've been on the board. There's been some changes. One of the things I remember is um, when I first came on the board at the end of 2012, all the board meetings were held behind closed doors. And um, nowadays, members can actually... um, book in and come and listen on Zoom or through the telephone and um, hear the full board meeting now. And that's certainly a big change from what it used to be. Yeah, that's significant really because it gives the people opportunity to listen to a board meeting Yeah. um, as it happens. So you get a bit more than what's on the minutes. You get some of the, you get the feeling of what's going on in the room as well as reading the minutes later. The other thing that I think is um, really good is we've moved the annual general meetings around the country to try and involve more people and generate some interest from locals in different cities to come along and watch witness the board meeting firsthand and the annual general meeting, which is, I think that's a really good move as well. Yes, certainly is. Um, So we're trying to... The other thing that happened... Oh, the other thing that happened not long after you started was the, the introduced the road shows. Oh, yes, that's true. So um, the road shows um, have been going on for a number of years. Um, we haven't seen one down in this end of the country. Uh, the last time they, the, the further south they went, I think it was last year, was um, to Christ Christchurch. However, they were in Zoom, but we find that people down here, unless... Um, they come down here. They don't tend to go onto Zoom so much. I think, as certainly, the roadshow have been a a marvelous way of ensuring that people can have their say. You'll find the um, key result that shines out for me from the roadshow is the um, introduction of the call centre. Oh right, that was yes. The result of people saying. No, we've got to ring one number and it doesn't always get answered and we used to leave messages and people don't always ring us back. And then there was a discussion about, well, how can we do it differently? And some, several members, I think, said, well, what about a call centre? Mm. And mm. so that did get established. Yeah. Um, and it works really well. Oh, yes. Yes. A lot of people ring up the call centre and ask questions and that. Um, do you know what? How's the call centre open, Judy, for people to know? Um, I think it's 8 till 5. Right. I know when we were in level 4, I think it's slightly extended its hours in yeah. the evening, but I think it's just the regular office hours now. Yeah. But people can leave messages if they ring out of hours and they'll get called back. Yeah, yeah no, that's good. It's just good so everyone knows um, if they need to ring up because some people... Uh, one of the things we had down here, Judy, um, last week was love your eyes, and some people That's went right. to that function, which went off really well. But if people feel as though they might be losing their sight and they can't see as well as they used to, certainly come to Gordon at the centre here in Invercargill or ring up the call centre if you're other parts of the country. And... Um, and see if you can get assistance by enrolling into um, blind 
Low Vision NZ and get some services to assist you because it's better to help. And that's another change um, since we've been on the board, Judy, is that we widened the criteria for people to join and receive services from Blind Low Vision NZ. That's right. That has been a constitutional change. Yes. And it does give people who are beginning to lose their sight an opportunity to touch base and find out what's available for them so that the journey can be made a little bit easier. Yeah. So it's better to learn... support. Yeah, it was better to learn earlier. It's called early intervention instead of, you know going blind and then trying to learn everything all at once, you know, and it can be a bit difficult. Yeah, that's right. And, it, and they can tell them about different eye conditions and yeah. what the um, prognosis might be around what they need to learn next. Yes, yes. And just look at next steps rather than end results, and I think that's a really good way forward. Yes. Well, very nice to talk to you about um, all the different things that have been happening over the last... Um, nine years for me and uh, seven years, eight years for you. Now, um, I just got a couple of notices. First of all, just to tell everyone that the Southland Bowling Group and Blind Bowl Group are going to play against Timaru, South Canterbury, at the end of November. So they're busy um, practising. They were going to go up to the National Bowls Championships in Wellington, but unfortunately, due to COVID, that's been cancelled, and so they're having a South Island tournament. So that's around about the twenty seventh of November, so I believe around that time anyway. And the other thing is that the blind low vision Christmas dinner is going to be held on Sunday, the twelfth of December, at the Ascot. Park Hotel. So I think if you are a member of Blind Low Vision NZ and you want to go to the Christmas party, if you haven't heard about it, maybe you need to ring up Gordon at 21891891 and just ask him a little bit about that and he can put you on to one of the um, people on the support group who can tell you more about that. And that's all our notices other than the fact that blind citizens are still doing well. We had very uh, limited things happening with White Cane Day this year. We did have some posters around town in the library and different places. So um, it's time now to say bye for now because um, the time just flies around. And hopefully for our last talk meeting or program, our last talk program, um, for the year before we have our Christmas program in December. I think I'm hoping to try and get hold of Rose Wilkinson just to talk to about the conference, which we normally do in October, but I thought we'd do a little bit different this year. So until November, this is Carolyn Weston saying bye for now. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.